This is The Watchman, and you're now listening to From All to Light Podcast. To support this podcast, visit fromalltolight.com. Now, here's the episode. Hebrews 12.11 says, For the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. The author of Hebrews begins chapter 12 by explaining our journey as a race. And there is a race we must all endure, both Christians and non-Christians. The difference is, as Christians, the test of the race is twice as hard. And God has revealed this to us. Even then, having been revealed this, having to know the difficulty of the race, we are asked to endure what is before us with bold faith. And just being honest for a moment, it is hard wanting to embark on a quest knowing it would be difficult knowing that it would be hard and troublesome. And if you were told that the path to salvation was a bus route from hell to heaven, where your entire being must be reborn and strengthened, and who you are is little to who you are meant to be, would any of us wish to undergo this trip? Would there be any with the endurance to want to change dynamically, that throughout the process it is as thorns and I heal? And to be honest, no. None of us would personally wish to undergo this pain, to undergo this journey. And that is why it is not a race we run alone. And it's because we view this race with such opposition that it is not heavenly reliant on us to prompt ourselves to undergo this journey. Because if we view it through our own minds, through our own reasoning, we would not wish to go on this task. We would not wish to fulfill this duty. However, is that not the intention of the race? To diminish our want to preserve our hidden infirmities, our sense of living, and to heighten our faith and spiritual life. It is one thing to live out the cycle of our life, to go through the motions, work, eat, sleep, and so on and so on. But that is the sense of living. That is the feeling and movement of living, but only in the sake of what is perceived through an analog of how others live. If what constitutes life is based on what is felt, what is receptive to the body, then we are no more than sensory men. The scope of life extends no further than the nerves and receptors of our flesh. And if that's the case, we are bound to self-absorption to observe, reflect, and produce reality. Innately, this is an attribute we all possess at a given point in our lives or even multiple points and times in our lives. That is why it is a race we must endure to break through this plateau, through the sticking point of desiring what is sensible. In order to do this, we must participate in a marathon. And marathons are brutal. Even the preparations for a marathon is difficult. And even after completing all the preparations and training, once the actual race begins, it is vastly different than the training. However, we should view this race through the words of Hebrews 12.6, which says, For those who the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. When preparing for the marathon, it is the discipline the runner endures. When actually running the course of the marathon, it is the discipline the runner endures. Therefore, when undergoing our walk with Christ, it is the discipline of removing our temptations, desires, our sense of living, and replacing it with him that we are enduring. It is the process of breaking and reformation. As Hebrews 12:11 states, for a moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. And that is because when one is losing, when one is being broken down to the bare roots, it is a fear of nakedness that makes one feel comfortable living in false clothing. But if we break through this fear, through this want to cling to our senses, 
Later, we will witness that the discipline underwent yields peaceful fruit of righteousness, and that we are disciplined so that we may partake in his holiness. Before any man begins their race, there is a forerunner before him. There is a perfecter that has run this course through and through, and has laid down the markings of a path. He is the sole point we reference to endure this course. He is our guide. He is our prompt. If we set our sights on him, all else will be revealed. Life is no longer taught through the senses, for the senses fatigue and grow weary over time. They are quick to tire and want familiar things. However, the will of the spirit grows in truth. As the body lessens, the spirit grows in Christ. Where at one point, reality was told to us through our bodies, it is now given to us through Christ as we endeavor on this journey. As we run the marathon race, as we discipline ourselves and train and prepare, our will, our spirit is being strengthened, being empowered by Christ. He is prompting us. He is guiding us. He is preparing us to receive his blessings, to receive his holiness. It is not until this rigorous movement strips us down to our bare roots and then rebuilds us, reforms our body, strengthens our body so that we may hold unto his holiness and we are only able to do this because of our redeemer jesus christ without his guide without his truth none of this would be able to be done and so i pray as each of us run our course as we all run our marathon and walk our path for christ and develop our relationship that we keep sight of christ that we set our eyes on his garment and that we have faith in his power and in his doing and that similar to how the woman who touched his garment believed that she would be restored that we too hold the same faith because she was restored because she had great faith and those who possess great faith will receive and so i hope that as we go on our journey as we encounter obstacles and difficulties that we hold steadfast to our faith in christ that we know that christ our forerunner is there with us and that he has ran this course and that he is still running this course with us, guiding us. For he is disciplining us. For he is training us to develop healthy habits. He is strengthening our bodies so that we may receive his holiness. So that we may bear righteous fruit to give to others. And once we have witnessed this fruit, once Christ has given us his blessings and his holiness, and we have seen his works, and we know how he works in us and in others, this journey is a narration. It is a testimony to tell others. It is a story to guide others. And it is full of joy. It is full of sorrow. It is full of pain. It is full of obedience. And yet, it is full of love. And so when we tell this story, when we tell those of our marathon, let us keep in sight the joy and the glory of God. Let us share this joy with others. Let us not hold on to this light and share it to all and to shine even when others don't wish to see us shine. We still put the light there in case one day, one day they may wish to hear, one day they may wish to come to God. We still present it anyways through kindness and through love. And so we pray, Lord, that you strengthen our resolve and that our will grows in uniformity with yours and that we are aligned with you and that as we continue this race, as we trot this path, you remain in our sights and that you remain with us, empowering us. For it is only through you that we are capable.